from the creators of War Room. You need to do your fighting in prayer. On August 23rd, the Kendrick brothers return to the big screen with Overcomer. Well, I have a season with one runner. One runner matters. John Harrison is a frustrated coach questioning his value until he crosses paths with a student struggling on her own journey. What have you allowed to define you? When you find your identity in the one who created you, it'll change your whole perspective. Overcomer. In theaters August 23rd, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, and Sherry Rigby. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For tickets and showtimes, visit OvercomerMovie.com. Is that? That's Hannah. Run, Hannah! Oh, you say I'm In today's climate, raising spiritually strong kids has become much more difficult. In this episode, I'm going to share some foolproof, yes, this is a big promise, and solutions to steering your kids on the path of love, honor, friendship, integrity, compassion, and faith. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today my topic is raising spiritually strong kids. This is episode 358. Well, it is an amazing uh, promise I made earlier about uh, giving you foolproof ways that this can happen. But I am going to share with you some things that I believe really work. And I've got uh, some kiddos that are grown up that have proven uh, that this does work in a sense in that we can prepare our kids to stand by their convictions in a way that no one can shake. I want to thank our sponsor, The Overcomer, the movie in theaters the end of August. But guess what? The video is going to be available afterwards as well. The movie will air August 23rd, 2019. However, it's not to be missed and you will really enjoy it. Um, If you do miss the air date, not to worry. Uh, You can purchase the movie uh, in video format. Overcomer dares to leave you filled with hope, inspired to dream, and asks the question, what do you allow to define you? It's really a great family movie. Okay, it is time to roll up your sleeves. Are you ready? We are going to talk basics here, and yes, this works, but it takes work, and the pun is intended. Parenting is not for the faint of heart. We've heard this over and over again, but it's also not for the lazy, the parent who won't get up off the couch to discipline a child, or worse yet, a parent who insists on raising free-range kids. Spoiler alert, free-range kids grow up and they aren't people you want to be around. What do spoiled, undisciplined, or free-range kids grow up to be? They grow up to be adults. 
And just from experience, I know some of these adults, and they are know-it-alls, they can't be corrected, are never wrong, don't apologize, and I'm sure you know people just like this. Many, but of course not all, are devoid of spirituality, and, and that's a real shame. I'm all for letting kids explore, get dirty, investigate the world around them, but I'm also a realist that knows that at some point I have to let go and let my child be a product of their upbringing. You know, there's a big discussion. Uh, psychology calls it nature versus nurture, and this has to do with human behavior. The question is, how is human behavior formed? Is it determined by the environment, uh, what the kids were brought up around, or is it determined by genetics? Sometimes we are hardwired or predisposed to biological factors, psychology believes. I personally believe it's a combination of the two. I know there are great parents out there whose kids turned out to be not what they expected. And a lot of times, you know, uh, people point the fingers and they say, oh, the parents were too permissive. Oh, the parents were too restrictive. And I know we can beat ourselves up, but parenting especially raising kids who want to know, love, and serve the Lord or want to be grounded in truth, um, it really takes sometimes letting go and letting our kids make mistakes. Additionally, I want to say that there are a lot of different definitions about spirituality um, and also about truth. And when I'm talking about spirituality, I'm talking about it being rooted in Christianity. And when I'm talking about truth, I'm talking about it being rooted in scripture. A lot of times I've heard uh, the new phrase uh, that is, you know, he who defined the terms wins or another snippet that just drives me crazy is, well, she's speaking her truth or he's speaking his truth. Just because they believe it to be true doesn't mean that it is. It's relativism at its worst. I think that kids are going to do what they see you do, bottom line. If you're not giving them a good example, they're not going to turn out differently. And um, I, I can say that over and over again. Kids are going to do what they see you do, not what you tell them to do. A quick synopsis of Raising spiritually strong kids are as follows, and I have 10 points. The first is teaching them that God did indeed create the world not some, and were not some cosmic mistake. I found that kids have flocked out of the church in droves the minute they think that evolution is how the world came to be. I have another spoiler alert for you. The missing link is still missing. Their fossil record, as Darwin said, was supposed to unequivocally show that his theory of evolution was valid, and the fossil record has been lacking. Every time they come up with a new fossil or the new missing link, they find out that it's been some fabrication. And so um, I've made a many, many, many year study on this topic. My Study guides are based on creation science. You can find them on Amazon. I have a creation science a study guide, a creation anatomy, a creation astronomy, and a creation geology. Um, also, I have a membership kit where you can get that um, for very inexpensively, all of the books. 
And I grew up to believe the Bible, but there were still some questions about evolutionary thought. So I decided to teach my children both evolution and creationism, and creationism won out. Why? Because they are both faith systems. I am telling you that is the number one reason kids leave Christianity behind. Number two, teach them to pray. How do you learn to pray? Listen to the still, small voice of God, 1 Kings 19, 11-13. If you can teach your children how to listen to the voice of God, you will have done your job and you are done. Um, I cannot emphasize that enough. Years ago, my kids asked me to pray for them for different things. And I finally said to them, why are you always asking me? And they said, well, God hears your prayers and he answers them. And I do believe that God... Here's the prayers of a parent for their children. But I wanted them at some point to make faith their own, right? So in doing this, I had to give them an example. So I remember drawing these charts on the board and showing them how Genesis tied into um, the gospel messages of Jesus. And, you know, by the time we were done, I had all these arrows and I thought I'd done this great job. And here was this diagram on the board. And I turned around and they were like whoa, sorry we asked you that, Mom. So as I was praying and said to the Lord, okay, well, that didn't work. You know, what am I going to do now? Um, I had the thought to write him a story, and I had thought, uh, remembered the basis of a story that just came to me, and I had jotted it down and left it for some other time, right, when I had, when I had time, and it never came to be. So I used that as a basis for the book I wrote, and that's A Few Minutes with God. Um, also available on Amazon or on my membership site. Um, as part of getting all the books, you can get it at MediaAngelsMembership.com. But as I was having the kids read through this, they a light bulb finally went off, and they said, "Okay, we get it now. We understand." I mean, my kids have told me before. You know, like my son going into the military, he really prayed, and he feels like that's where God's leading him. My daughter, when she prayed about college, she prayed, and she said, Lord, if you want me to continue playing softball in college, open up a door, open up a way, and it happened. These are things that are worth more than anything you could ever teach your children. The third is to teach them to have a relationship with God, and they will if they pray and they feel like they're they're hearing that voice of God. They can hear the voice of God in so many different ways. Having a relationship with God means being steadfast, not having your eyes move away from the goal. And that goal is that that strong relationship with the Lord. The fourth is read the Bible. You know, notice I didn't put that first. I put that number four because a lot of what Bible can be uh, Bible that can be taught to our kids is through oral tradition. What does that mean? That means telling them stories, sharing the gospel with them through different instances, through examples, through, you know, life's journey. Before you even crack open a Bible, you should be telling your children these stories about Adam and Eve and about Abraham and about Noah and the ark and about Moses and the people of Israel and about Esther. And if you don't know them, parents, learn them. And just telling in these stories without a book in front of them will show the children that you really know the Lord and love the Lord. You know, yes, reading the Bible is wonderful. And yes, reading, you know, wonderful Christian books are important. 
But telling the Bible stories in your own words is something you cannot find anywhere else. The fifth is praise the Lord, and that's every day. I just came from a conference where I was just uplifted by the music and just taken to a different realm. I felt like I was at the gates of heaven. And this was a, a wonderful praise and worship band, and it, it was you know, a band that used the charismatic gifts and the praying in tongues and and just you know was so uplifting, and I absolutely loved it. And it reminded me again of how important praise is every day to say, thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. I praise your holy name. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Teach your children to say that, to praise God every day. The sixth is to sing or play Christian music. So many of you are musically inclined. The Lord didn't give me that gift. Um, but you can you know, use that praise and worship time to playing uh, music, of having Christian music on the radio, and just surrounding yourself with, with Christian music. The seventh is surround yourself with Christian art. One of my friends had a funny story about some lady who was helping, uh, was cleaning her house. And she had little sayings, you know, God reigns and pictures of the, of the Lord, you know, stilling the seas on the boat and with the, with the apostles and just different things in her house. And she said this lady finally asked her, you know, about Christianity and about God. And she was able to witness to this lady because of all of her Christian art. And two of her children are actually um, going into ministry. One of them already is uh, a Catholic priest, and another one is in, um, you know, the seminary to become a priest. And he, and you know, and she said that she read somewhere that that. Um, there was a sea captain, and he had all of this art up about the ocean and, and the sea and ships. And she said, um, you know, several of his children also became, you know, sailors. And so she was using that in reverse with Christian art. And definitely, um, I think that's wonderful. Allow your kids to ask questions. There are going to be times when your kids are going to question their faith, and we're better to go than to their own family and their parents and just be prepared to be able to answer the questions. And if you can't, and believe me, I've been at t- there's been times when I've said, you know what, I don't really know, but I'll get back with you um, and, and look into it and then share with them what you've learned um, or go to a pastor or somebody who's more knowledgeable. These are ways to circumvent kids that are going to, you know, perhaps park their faith at the door uh, when they go to higher education or they go on the job site and they're easily swayed by peers. The ninth is read good Christian books. Um, you know, there are so many books that are out there. There was a must-read list of books that I gave my kids um, when they were in high school so that um, I knew for sure that they were going to be grounded. A couple of them um, were definitely by C.S. Lewis. Mere Christianity is one of them. Um, and there are so many others of his books. Uh, and so these were books that helped them, uh, you know, shore up their faith, if you will, and get a better handle of what it was uh, to be a Christian as an older, you know, older person, um, eventually as an adult. And the last thing is to allow faith to become their own faith as they grow older. 
I've heard stories of parents who make their kids go to church only to leave the minute that they're out the door. These are um, kids who feel like they couldn't talk to their parents or they couldn't share their misgivings or perhaps had let evolution cloud their ability to really believe in God. And so in order to have spiritually strong kids, um, they are going to be the ones who walk with the Lord, who have a strong relationship in Jesus. I don't care what Christian denomination you're from. You know, If your kids don't have a strong relationship with the Lord, they're not going to stay strong when they're under pressure to change. And kids are so influenced by their peer group. You know, there was a story uh, a friend told of her child who went to high school. She homeschooled all the way through high school. And then um, she ended up putting her kid, um, her daughter, in high school because her husband wanted her to do this. And so she did. And her daughter finally said, Mom, I need to come home because I feel like I am holding up my hands and holding up the cross and what I believe but my hands are getting tired because I'm the only one. I don't have, you know, people around me that are encouraging me to do what's right. And for this child in particular, um, she couldn't bring her faith to the classroom. You know, not only was it not allowed, but also she didn't feel strong enough to do that. I know there are some kids that can walk in and, you know, convert the entire classroom, Um, That very rarely helps. Most of the time, it's the opposite way. One of the things I would ask my kids was, if Jesus walked in the door, would you drop everything and follow him? I even made that an assignment one time. Another thing I would say to the kids is, if Satan came in with the flaming robes and, you know, flames of fire, would you follow him? Of course not. But Satan doesn't come in that way. He comes in as a deceiver and a liar and an enticer, and he tickles your ear. And that's what we have to be fearful of. And again, I ask my kids to write papers about that. There are different things you can get your kids to do to really try to think about what it is that's important to them. If you want kids to pray, show them how to pray by praying yourself. If you want kids to hear God's voice, Teach them how to hear God's voice. Show them that it's a thought, a direction to a scripture to answer a question, or even silence. God is listening when we pray, I promise. If you want your kids to read the Bible, show them by reading the Bible. If you want your kids to pray for others, show them by praying for others. Closing your eyes and laying hands on them when you pray. Pray to the Lord from the heart. Teach your kids to study the Bible. Do a Bible study with your kids. I wrote Homeschooling with Proverbs for my own children and ended up making that available also on my membership site. These are tools that are already done for you, parents, that will help you. Read faith-filled books to your children, the lives of the saints, missionaries, martyrs for the faith. These are all things that are uplifting. I remember watching The Passion of Christ with my kids, and truthfully, I couldn't watch it a second time. And I know uh, parents that show that film to their kids every time before Easter. One of my favorite all-time movies is Nativity. It was done several years ago. And what I loved about it was the relationship between Mary and Joseph, um, and also how steadfast Mary was, because you wonder how she must have been so strong in order to be able to go through what she did. 
these are the types of books and films and you know things that we can watch. Um, thank goodness for the films like Overcomer. It was written um, by the uh, or produced by the Kendrick brothers, and they're the same ones that had, I believe, the movie was called um, Prayer Room. Um, you know, so many Fireproof, so many of those movies that have good Christian content. Thank God for people like them who are pouring their money in uh, to give us good films that we can watch with our children and add to our libraries. Um, also, the movies God, God's Not Dead, and there's even a second one. Um, I like the first one better than the second one, but the second one was extremely well done. Um, it, these are movies that will show, the first one especially talked about the difference between evolution and creation and how this gentleman lost his faith based on um, evolutionary beliefs, among other things. And this student who was told to prove that there was God used a creationist perspective. And it was really, really well done. You can't be faint-hearted about this, friends. Your kids' spiritual lives are in danger. The world pulls on them from music to television, from video games to computer games, and just social media, you know, I don't need to say anymore. We need an army of spiritually strong Christian kids, and it starts with you at home. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Remember, you can get the show notes at... Uh, VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 358, Raising Spiritually Strong Kids. Thanks so much. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.